Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Your Extraordinary Live podcast and YouTube series. I am so excited to be back today with another episode here with my friend, Abby. We are filming in Hawaii, and I am so excited for you all to learn more about Abby's story. So a little bit of a fun backstory about how we met. We actually connected on Instagram when we were both in Colorado, and then we met in person in Hawaii, and then we bumped into each other in New England and on a cruise ship in New York. Yes. <laughs> All yeah. over the place. It's so crazy. <laughs> but I'd love to dive in and start and just learn more about you. Who is yeah. Abby and what is your story? Yeah, so uh, my name's Abby. And I'm um, Joplin, Missouri, and um, I grew up there, lived there my entire life. I went to school at the University of Arkansas. Um, I was a cheerleader there. And then after college, I took a job on the Big Island of Hawaii, and I was working for a church out there. Um, and I just picked up, like, a camera because I was like, this is so beautiful. But, like, I just shot on auto with um, a Canon camera, like my dad's old Canon camera. So I did not know what I was doing, but I wanted to capture it, even though most of it was like blown out and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was like, it somewhat works and like cranked the saturation and called it the day. I worked out there for two years. Um, I worked for a church on the Big Island and just did uh, photography on the side, just like as a hobby and on adventures and hiking and things. And then I ended up moving back to Missouri for two years and had a... Um, what what's the word just went through a dark time i guess and then like a self-like realization of what i really wanted to pursue in life so i ended up moving back to um hawaii on the island of oahu and i had just gotten out of a relationship for two years and um just wanted to chase my dreams and pursue life as a photographer and within like a few weeks of me moving here i met my husband and we just so happened to be uh, pursuing um, a lot of the same things in life. So we just had that baseline in common. And uh, we're married now almost two years. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I love your story. And I love how you have pieces of like it's lows and highs, but it's also like you were following your heart and you were like pursuing yeah. passions and things that were just so outside your comfort zone before so that's yeah. beautiful I thank love- you thank you so much so along your journey sort of from when you were back home and then you felt this calling to come to hawaii and, and the different aspects of your journey yeah what was sort of the point or like a defining decision point for you where it was sort of like life before and then you felt like you wanted to make a decision you felt called to make a decision like what yeah. did that look like for you yeah so moving from the big island of hawaii to Missouri was rough. I immediately get on, getting on the plane. I was like, is this really what I want to do? I'm not really for sure. Um, I was in another relationship and that's where that person wanted to be. So I thought, well, I will kind of follow that person and maybe I'll grow to like it. And um, long story short, I got a job working at a, I was like in a cubicle in like this industrial part of <laughs> the town. <laughs> And there was, like, one subway down the street, and, like, I would go there and just, like, eat my sandwich, like, by myself in my car. And, like, those were such sad times. And, like, I would literally, like, go home, and I lived by myself in an apartment, and the apartment was so expensive, and I didn't really have that much money that I couldn't even afford Wi-Fi. So um, I would just sit in the dark and, like, just almost, like, wait until it got dark so I could, like, 
go to sleep and it was just like this cycle of like I would wake up in the mornings it would be dark I would drive to my job that I hated <laughs> in the dark in the freezing cold I could like see my breath through the thing I was like oh no. <laughs> like you know and then you're like making the little hole in the windshield and you're like trying to look through and I don't know I just like all the things like added up and I was like I just this just did not feel like my calling that I wanted to do and I was like well I had a little bit of a taste of like what I really wanted to do is like photography in Hawaii why am I sitting here like going to a job that I absolutely hate in traffic in the freezing cold at 6 a.m and then I get home and it'd be dark anyways um I showed my um uh boyfriend at the time like this travel couple that I saw on Instagram and I was like oh my gosh let's do this let's go travel the world together and um, I was just met with, you know, comments like, well, that's not realistic. And like, he really wanted to stay at his job. And um, that's totally fine. You know, everyone wants like different things. That is fine. It just wasn't really what I wanted. I just found myself like just wanting to be back in Hawaii pursuing photography. So um, we ended up ending the relationship. And um, after that, I was like, I am moving back. Like after that point, I think. That's what I was like, I am moving back to Hawaii and I am pursuing photography. So I bought a um, Canon camera. Yeah. And I <laughs> and I got another job. And so I actually um, moved in with my parents <laughs> temporarily for like a year and a half and just got my feet on the ground like financially. Yeah. And um, that was a great move for me because I was able to get out of debt. And also save up money. So I saved up $10,000 to move to Oahu by myself. And I was doing, um, I have my full-time job, which I was a social media manager. So um, I was a, had my full-time job. And then I did house sitting, dog sitting on the side. Plus I got another job um, with VIP Kid. Mm -hmm. So I was teaching Chinese children remotely online, like how to speak English. So I was taking on as much jobs as possible, just saving money because that was my goal. That's what I knew was going to happen. So yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that. That's amazing. Thank you. And especially since like you were met with that criticism of like, oh, this is my goal. And yeah. a lot of the times like, yeah, it's not other people's goal. But if it's your goal and like a lot of the times like people trying to tear you down can really just be like their limiting beliefs being projected onto you exactly but like yeah you still had that fuel and that fire that you really wanted to make it happen which is right. so amazing thank you and then so through all of that like through all those transitions and tribulations and everything that was happening i love something that you shared with me yesterday actually we were talking about how you can use that fuel as like motivation for your oh and every set yes um so i have uh, several stories with that, but basically, um, I learned from when I was in high school to use like uh, criticism and failure as fuel to really catapult me into like the direction I really want to go. And um, basically, it's like when someone says something critical or negative and they don't like see my dreams or my goals or whatever, I inside me, I say, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. Like, even if I don't like actually say like, I'm going to prove you all wrong. Like, I don't actually say that like in person. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking that I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. And um, that in high school, that stems all the way back. I was like trying out for... Um, the varsity cheerleading squad and I didn't make it and then all my other friends my age made it and I was the only one on JV and at the time it was devastating 
And I was like, I'm going to prove all of you wrong that like, I can actually, I can be on varsity, but I can also cheer in college. Yeah. And people literally said, they're like, oh, you, you know, can't like go because I wanted to go to division one school and cheer in the SEC. And they're like, good luck doing that. Like, there's no way you can do that. So I was like, I am going to harbor those feelings and prove all of you wrong. And uh, to be honest with you, that like really, really strengthened me and catapulted me into um, really like driving into my dream. That is amazing. That's so <laughs> cute. And you made it happen. Like I made it happen. Yeah. yeah. I um, was a cheerleader for four years at the University of Arkansas. And I was the first one in my um, high school to go division one in cheerleading. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. And I love that. I'm always going to remember this visual from Abby. I'm like, he had all proof you. You do the hunch. Yes. For those of you who can't see the podcast, on <laughs> <Watch laughs> <only> YouTube. <laughs> the body parts. Yes. Yeah. No, ice going is critical. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. That is so, so awesome. And so what advice do you have for people who sort of feel like, because from the different things that you've pursued, like you've said that you had this inkling of a passion for photography and then you would try it and then you weren't sure and you were met with these criticisms. Like, how did you find ultimately that that was something that you felt like you wanted to pursue? Like, where did that come from? Right. Um, That's such a good question. So I have done several different kinds of photography and I think that's what really helped me narrow down what I actually wanted because I've tried almost every kind of photography. I've done real estate photography, portrait photography, I've done photography for companies and businesses. Um, I have done brand shoots, product shoots, and then uh, weddings. I've done a lot of weddings and portrait shoots. So I've been a photographer for over seven years in all different kinds of types of photography and there's been many times like in the past seven years I've actually pursued like other things I've like slightly gone off and I'm like you know think that this thing is going to work for a while and then I'm like ah but I don't really like feel very called to do that why am I doing this you know I wasn't feeling like really excited and then I realized that like I'm trying to do all of these different things and disperse my energy um, and I'm not doing anything very well that makes sense and then I was like well I need to narrow it down to one thing and do it really well or even two things and just like knock that out of the park so um I just did a lot of like self-reflection and um I spent a lot of time in prayer as well and I just felt called to do photography that's where like the most joy comes from like when I'm on a photo shoot I get to like encourage other people um and yeah that's like I feel like that is something that I love to do and then figured it out by doing it. That is so beautiful. And <laughs> yeah, fast forward to today, you're such a talented photographer. Thank you. So major congratulations on making that happen. Thank and you. Yeah, I'd love for you to share with everyone more yeah. about like your photography business now and like what you do with that now and how all of those things, like all the trials and trying different things, like have yeah. led to your business now. Like, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so... Right now, um, I have a photography company based in uh, Hawaii, and I do portrait photo shoots for engagements, proposals, families, honeymoons, everything like that, Um, elopements. And yeah, it's just one hour photo shoots, and that has given me like so much joy. So um, I do that, and then when I travel with my husband, 
um, because he's a travel and brand photographer. When I travel with him, I'm able to also run my company. Yeah. And it doesn't really collide. So it works out really well. Amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Is there anything that you want to talk about before I lead into like the more of the inspiration? Like any pieces of your journey that I didn't press it. I think you've done a really good job. I'm trying to think of anything. Um, Did you want me to talk more about like working with um, brands or traveling or because like I've done a lot of that. And I didn't really talk about it that much, but um, I now we've like transitioned to like Nash doing it. Yeah, and then me like supporting him and going under like his branch. Yeah, instead of both thing, both of us having our separate brands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can touch on that as like husband and wife angle. But... Oh yeah, I don't know. yeah. Was if you wanted to share something like um on like even our conversation yesterday with like love and sacrifices and relationships. Yeah, like we could put in a little piece on that. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Okay. You can ask me whatever. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, first, I had another thought first that I'll ask on, like, focusing your time on a few things. I really like hmm. that, and I wanted to ask on that. And then we'll do the most too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'm good. Also, so I really loved how you shared about you have many passions, like you tried different things, and then you ultimately found you're more successful in pursuing a certain path when you focused your attention on a few different things, how did that start to align for you when you said, okay, this is what I want to put more of my energy into? Like, how did that show up for you as far as results or starting to feel better or balance in your life? Like, where did that come? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I officially started my company last summer and the first month I had one booking and I was so discouraged because I had one booking. I was like, I want to pursue this thing. And I think that is like, it might resonate with a lot of people is like you, um, you take a leap of faith and you take these risks and sometimes the expectations are not met, Mm. at least immediately. And to me, I got really um, discouraged at first, but I used that. I was like, okay, I have one booking. Why? Why do I have one booking? And so I started leaning into, um, you know, just figuring out what works for other people asking other people, seeking out mentors, things like that, of just taking that as like a learning opportunity rather than getting so discouraged and quitting. Because I have done that in the past of like thinking something's just going to like, I'm going to blow up in success or I'm just going to, you know, do whatever and everything's just going to go like perfectly. And like the minute something doesn't, then I'm like, ah, crap, forget it. And just like move on. Um, I definitely have have done that in the past but have learned that okay I need to take that as a learning opportunity to grow and um so August I had one booking and I think September it was like three but in my October I hit like 20. Wow yeah so it was like um for people on YouTube that can see it was like this growth back wow yeah so it's like I'm so glad that I you know used those uh critical months to like hone in on my business and um learn from other people and learn different things and it ended up working out really well but i want to like ultimately like i have so many different passions for so many things so like i am very passionate about photography and pursuing this company but to be honest with you as soon as i build it up i want to hire out other people and outsource yeah so that i am the owner of the company but i'm not doing all the customer service all the editing and 
photo shoots in general and I can move on to my um, YouTube channel as oh. well, which is what I'm also passionate about. So I want to like build it up and be like, okay, that's secure. Now I can move on and do this and build this up and then that's secure and then keep going. Yes, that is amazing. Thank and, you. and I love your journey of like learning from the failure because so many of us yeah. are even afraid to try something new and then are met with failure. And then if you do try it and you get the failure at the beginning, you're like, mm -hmm. oh man, and just retreat. But what was yeah. sort of your mindset? And I know you talked about like you took it as an opportunity to learn or grow, but yeah, what kept you going in that beginning couple months? That was, it can be really discouraging and especially like opinions from the outside too, if people are sort of looking at you and maybe judging you a little bit or being like, oh, what are you doing? Like, how do you keep oh, going? Yeah, 100%. I would get, you know, comments like, are you sure this is what you want to be doing? Or people sending me job applications. To be honest, <laughs> we love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so funny. To be honest with you, what like really kept me going is, um, so I would take up like other jobs like on the side because like I still have to make a living. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't just like um, not do anything <laughs> and then have one booking and that be like it for like, a, <laughs> you know, so I had to like still take up other jobs. And so I worked under a few other photographers at the time just to supplement some income. Um, but that I took on jobs that would make like the most money in the shortest amount of time. That makes sense. So then I could raise their focus in on my business. But um, I took up jobs that were portrait photography. So I was learning from other photographers, like working as an associate photographer for them. So they hired me. So um, sometimes that like imposter syndrome would come in and it's like, I would show up to a, do a photo shoot, like a proposal or, you know, engagement or something. And that imposter syndrome would come in. I'm like, am I like good enough to be doing this? Because like my own company had like one booking this month. Like, am I even good enough to be shooting this? And then I think a huge thing for me, um, switching that mindset has been visualizing and talking myself up like in the moment. So like visualizing myself freaking killing it because I know I'm a good photographer. I have over seven years of experience. I'm like just talking myself up like you've done hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand photo shoots. You have got this. You are killing it. And just telling myself that in the moment, like a hype, giving myself like a pep talk in the moment. And then also visualizing myself actively like killing it. Yes. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I absolutely love that. Thank you. The story is so inspiring with that. And that reminds me of a quote it's by Alex Hormozzi. Yeah. He talks about something along the lines of when you're met with that self-doubt and that limitation, because we all are, like all in our minds go there, have an undeniable stack of proof of like who you are that you can bring up. And that's what you did. Yeah. And now you are crushing it, which I absolutely love. I love you so much. I don't Thank and you. so the next question that sort of along the theme of this podcast, your Extraordinary Life podcast, is I would love to know what your most extraordinary life looks like for you. It looks totally different for everyone, but what yes. was what is your most extraordinary life? <laughs> um, my most extraordinary life would be pursuing my YouTube channel full time and also having my photography business. I'm building it up right now and it's doing very, very well. But I want to get it to do so well that I can put it away and then focus full time on my YouTube channel. And I want to use my YouTube channel for sharing people's stories. 
and um, inspiring people and also helping other people. So if I do interview someone and they're like, um, you know, let's say I go somewhere um, in another country and I'm like showing people stories and they like need some kind of assistance in some way, I want to be able to offer that. Yeah. yeah. So that's like my goal someday, ultimate goal in life for my extraordinary life is to be able to help other people and inspire others. Like, you. <laughs> thank you. And I'm on that journey right now. Yeah. You say you are living it and it's so inspiring. Thank Look you. to see it. And so where can people follow along and find your YouTube channel, find your content, find your photography? Where can everyone find you? Yeah. So um, they can follow me on um, my Instagram, Abby Hawaii. And then um, my TikTok and YouTube channel is all Abby Hawaii. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Is there, are there any last words that you would like to leave everyone with? Any words of inspiration or any sentiments? <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. So my last thing, like thoughts or advice to people is, um, so I'm on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube as a way to, um, be, like inspire other people and, um, also create. And um, I share like travel content and things like that. My husband is a travel photographer and we love to travel and go on adventures. So I share like that part of my life on social media as well as like personal stories for myself and other people. And um, that's something that brings me joy that I love to create and share. However, um, I've been met with a lot of hate and I've like people will comment hate, people will email me hate, people will find some way to like bring me down. And people have duetted my videos. And um, I've been through like waves and periods and like people have attacked me from all angles of my life. Like what I look like, my faith, my husband, what we do as photographers and also, um, you know, traveling and doing photography and things like that. So I've been attacked from all angles and something that I have learned about myself is I don't have to put up with that. Yeah. I do not have to put up with that. And I am naturally a very uh, sensitive and emotional person. And I've learned that about myself is when someone said something, um, yes, I can use it for fuel, but also some things just hurt. Yeah. And it's just, it can really set you back. Like last year, I was just massively attacked. I think you you saw a little bit of that. And um, you you stuck by my side. And I really appreciate that you're encouraging me and supporting me through that. I was like two weeks and I didn't create anything. I didn't put any videos out there. I did not show my face on social media. Um, I was really, really hurt. And I was even questioning my path. And what I wanted to do, which was ultimately share stories and like create to inspire and encourage other people. So um, I didn't put up with it. I turned off my comments on TikTok. My comments are off my YouTube. And I do have my comments on on Instagram. And I think Instagram, my Instagram anyways, is um, I don't really get that much hate, like occasionally, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Um so that is something that I've learned is like, if people hate on you, you don't have to put over it. No. You don't have to leave that comment box open. You don't even have to read it. Um, if you do read it, just know like it is a reflection of the other person. It's not a reflection of you. So um, don't let that like discourage you from, you know, you living your best life and living your dreams or like sharing your passions or what you believe in because I've been really attacked for being a Christian 
and what I believe in and my faith and simply just sharing that has caused a lot of controversy and um, I would encourage someone to if you want to share about your faith if you want to share about something that you're passionate about that's or maybe something that is controversial like share it because it could just inspire someone else like if it inspires or encourages like one person then it was worth it um you know that is beautiful and like ultimately that hate isn't any reflection of you like you can be the best person on the earth and people are still going to come up with something to say oh yeah and so yeah. that's amazing that you took those efforts to protect your peace <laughs> and yeah kind of have a you have a voice you have a message that you want to share and to ultimately not let those people stop you from sharing it. So that's amazing. And that's yeah. incredible advice for experiencing <laughs> hate out there because we're, we're all experiencing it, which is like so sad. But to be targeted like that mm-hmm. is just so awful. And so that's really, really great advice. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. This was so fun. This was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, so grateful for all of our adventures and all our friendship. And yes, yeah, yes. Thank you so much, and hopefully you all enjoy this episode. If you did, comment down below, send us a message, and be sure to subscribe or follow along the Your Extraordinary Life podcast. And I'll see you in the next one. Yay! Sounds good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.